Greetings, saints, in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On this Sunday morning, greeting you, it's Pastor Pulenzala from Mami Lord International Assemblies of God. I love you so much, and we thank God for this day, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will all rejoice and be glad in it. Tuning into Mums Radio, Miak Online Radio, and those watching over the Facebook. Greetings in Jesus' mighty name. You see, when it's winter, when you look around, nothing looks beautiful. The grass looks bent. The trees don't have leaves. Some of them looks like they have dried out. They actually look dead. I'm here this morning to say to you, it's not what it looks like. We are going to read the word of God. Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Only verse 8 and 9. Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9. Will you please read, my sister? Murena Uri. Mehopulo Nine. Bialo, kare marodimo aparami kudu, karodimo ralefas. Kona mukhao, disela lemeropulo yaka, dika rodimo achalina. I've got it in NIV and it reads thus: For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Will you please pray? Limnandi linamanda liapila livilako baba wechulenguele lungukanya baba wechulonumuse ekameli sibani baba ekameli gachesu Christu wasenazareta. Nanam Sanje Salufunsiwe Baba Wesulenguele Ekamelika Chesu Christwas and Nazareta Baba Wesunamanta Wanke Sasameli Sangalo Yangatiako Baba Wesunamanta Makulu Yakela Mwerenguele Gugusukulu Mangaye Baba Wesulenguele Anga Pumuti Futsangangeti Baba Wesulomuse Lopegil and Sidwenyake Sim Lobogatuago Silalele Kulumangaye Amen and amen. Let's introduce the subject. I said it's not what it looks like. Israel, for many years, they had got used to seeking God in the sanctuary. That's where they would gather to worship and to pray. Now they are in Babylon, in a foreign land, far from the sanctuary. And yet they are to continue worshipping God. Their situation was so foreign that even when their persecutors requested them to sing the songs of Zion, their response was, how can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? You see, the situation was so foreign that they could not comprehend. They could not comprehend how it is connected to God still. Because it's easy when you find yourself in a situation you didn't plan. When you find yourself in a difficult situation. 
When you find yourself in a foreign land, it is very easy not to expect or to understand that God is right there. Listen this morning. God is near. Wherever you are, he is right there with you, waiting to rescue you in the very place where you are. He has not changed. He is Jehovah Shammah. He is the Lord is there. He is always right there where you are. Although you are in Babylon and you are having the experience of Babylon, God remains the same. You see, God doesn't change because of where you are. God doesn't change because of the season you are going through. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Israel needed to look beyond Babylon, although they were in Babylon. Now listen to what the Lord says. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. God is saying something here. Because in some things, there's a similarity between the thoughts of God and the thoughts of man. They are similar in this way. The thoughts of God are within God. Like the thoughts of man are within man. The only way you know the thoughts of God it's when God makes his thoughts known to you. Thoughts are internal and are unknown to others until they are made known by the one who's thinking them. Now God is saying to Israel, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Let's bring it home. Remember Israel was in Babylon. Maybe they might be thinking, we are here because we missed a step. We are here because we disobeyed God. We are here because we had been rebellious. Maybe some of them are even blaming others and saying we are here because of our fathers. We are here because of our forefathers. But the thoughts of God are different. Because when God makes a promise, wherever you go, he is trying to bring you back to where you were before. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. You see, the thought of man, when you wronged somebody, even though they say, I forgive you, they don't forget. They will keep on bringing it up. But when God forgives, it stops to exist. You see, maybe Israel thought that they are abandoned. Maybe they thought they don't deserve to be in the presence of God anymore. They were looking at the situation of Babylon, feeling the pressure in Babylon, unable to sing the Lord's song in a foreign place. Listen to me this morning, especially in a foreign place. You can't afford not to sing the Lord's song. Because when you sing the Lord's song, especially in a difficult place, especially in a painful place, when you praise God, when his praises go up, his glory comes down. Especially in Babylon, you need the songs of Zion. For I know the thoughts that I have for you. Thoughts 
to prosper you and not to harm you. That's God. You see, God knows everything that there is to be known because God's thoughts are infinite. God's thoughts are boundless. God's thoughts have no beginning because God doesn't have a beginning. But the thoughts of men are finite. The thoughts of men are limited. They have a beginning and they have an end. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. God needs no teacher. Isaiah 40 verse 14 says, Who did the Lord consult to enlighten him? And who taught him the right way? Who was it that taught him knowledge and showed him the path of understanding? What is Isaiah saying? He says, God knows everything every time through every season in every situation there is nothing that is hidden from God and his thoughts are linked to what he knows and God remains all wise he remains almighty he remains majestic and he maintains his creative power. His thoughts are not like our natural thoughts. They transcend the natural realm. That is why a human mind must be renewed and transformed. Our thoughts need to conform to the thoughts of God. We need to desire to live in the conformity to the likeness of Jesus Christ. And we do this by abiding in the word of God and responding to the Holy Spirit. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Maybe where you are right now because of what happened in the past you have erected a prison around you. You are in a prison of your own making because of your past. Can I ask you a question? Have you forgotten that God knows where you've been? God knows what you've done. He had power to allow and disallow things. And when he allowed it, it's for your own good. When he allowed it, it's connected to your purpose and your destiny. For I know the thoughts that I have for you. Listen to me, my brother, in your home where you are, my child, my father, my sister, listen to me this morning. Don't write yourself off because God has got good thoughts about you. Don't limit yourself to your situation because God has better thoughts about you. He knows the thoughts he has for you. For his ways are not your ways, declares the Lord. You see, God's ways are always different to men's ways. And God's ways will never be comprehended by the normal finite mind of man. And when the ways of God unfold, they may be 
easily misunderstood and easily misinterpreted. Let's talk about the ways of God. You see, when God needed a leader to take Israel out of Egypt, God created Aaron. And God created Moses. But the way of God will choose Moses who thinks he cannot speak and leave Aaron who can speak. God will choose a murderer. Moses. He had killed an Egyptian. The ways of God will easily be misunderstood. So never write of anyone because you think you know the ways of God. God specializes in using rejects to do big things. Can I talk to you this morning? Maybe they call you a reject. Maybe you also call yourself a reject. Maybe they call you a failure. Maybe you call yourself a failure. Yeah, God uses people who fail. From time to time, Moses was a good leader. But at some point, he failed to obey God. But God didn't write him off. I'm here to tell you this morning, it's not what it looks like. It's not over yet. God is still at work. The ways of God. You see God, his ways will choose David, the youngest in the family, the weakest amongst the brothers, the ways of God. He will call him. He will anoint him. But he won't put him on the seat at the time. God's ways will anoint him and let him to go back and tend his father's seat. A king not sitting on a throne but a king wearing clothes of a shepherd. The ways of God are not the ways of men. He went into a palace not to sit on the throne but to play the harp for Saul. The ways of God. David anointed but running for his life. Hiding in a cave amongst the people who are supposed to be his enemies. For my ways are not your ways. The ways of God are not the ways of men. The ways of God will never make sense. That is why it's important to just trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. God's ways are higher than our ways. Our ways are natural ways. God's ways are supernatural ways. When God, when God's ways unfold, unless you trust him, unless you obey him, unless you follow him, without doubt, without questioning, your way will be difficult. My ways are not like your ways, declares the Lord. 
Yeah. You see, the way of God will never lead you to a shorter road. But the ways of God will lead you to a long route. Man loves easy road. But God's ways has got your purpose in mind. God's ways have got others in mind. Let's talk about Israel getting out of Egypt. There was a shorter way, but God chose a longer way. He chose a longer way because in the longer way there was time for Israel to experience God for themselves. There were divine encounters in the longer route. In the longer route they got to taste manna. They got to taste quail in the longer route. In the longer route, they learned to obey God. When he said, take enough for the day, and they took more, in the morning, it would be rotten. In the longer way, there is something that God is teaching you. Your ways are not my ways, declares the Lord. You see, when you start a journey, you anticipate the, low, the way the Lord will take you through. And when you start walking, you realize what you thought, what you anticipated is not what God meant. Align to the way of God. Because his way is not your way. Yeah. The way of God is full of fresh encounters. The way of God is full of new testimonies. God's way will usually make no sense. God's way will allow what looks like a complete loss to unfold to unfold to be a big game. The ways of God. Let's talk about Naomi and her husband relocating to Moab. They were thinking they will be prosperous in Moab. They had sons and they had expectations. But God's ways when when, when Naomi and the husband went to Moab, the thought of God was the Davidic line. The Davidic line. God's way was looking for a womb of a Moabite girl to come and be an ancestor uh -uh, an ancestor of David God's ways are not our ways when in Moab Naomi's husband passed on you know the story Orpah's husband passed on. Ruth's husband passed on. The ways of God. Ruth crosses over and goes to Naomi to a foreign land. When Naomi's heart was sore that he couldn't bear sons for the daughters-in-law. There was something in the mind of God. And there was a way that God would do it. When the time unfolded, Ruth, the Moabite girl, now in Naomi's land, God shows him favor through, through Boaz. 
She gets married to Boaz. The line of the king. And God, through Ruth, gives Naume what Naume desired to put a grandson on the lap. And it wasn't an ordinary grandson. It was a grandson from whose line Jesus would come for your ways not my ways declares the Lord. I want to believe that in Naomi's mind in Ruth's mind they thought it's all over. They came empty handed. But in God's mind it was Ruth's promotion to give birth to the great grandfather of David. When we say Jesus, son of David, it counts Ruth, the Moabite girl. For my ways, your ways. God's ways are always higher than our ways. What does it mean? It means you need to trust God in every situation. You need to trust God through every season. And you need to trust God through the process. You see, the process of God has got a way of looking like it empties you of what God has given. Let me say, like I introduced, the leaves falling in winter the end of a tree. But the leaves are giving way to new leaves. Because the tree is entering a new season. Listen to me. If you see yourself to be the tree of the Lord this morning, listen to me. Everything that you have lost, everything that has fallen apart, God has a way. Because God has spoken, it will come to pass. God has a higher way about your life. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't be discouraged. Don't be moved. Your ways are not God's ways. But God's ways are always perfect. Every single time. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. May God help us to strive to fit into his plans and not to try to get God to fit into our mold. Because naturally, when, when you think of something, something that you haven't seen, you have a mental picture. But when the picture of God unfolds, you realize that your picture was wrong. I said it's not what it looks like. God is taking you higher and God is pulling you deeper. Maybe as I'm speaking, you feel like you are at the rock bottom. Yeah. Do you see the one tree that is left before you? You see a tree. But God sees a forest. Because your ways are not God's ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And let's break it down. Maybe you see the last tree that's left. I say God sees a forest. Because at creation, the seed of everything is in itself. That tree has got seeds. Those seeds will give birth to a forest. Don't focus. 
on what you see and part there. Look at what you see and be expectant of a bigger thing that God is doing in your situation. It's not over. You didn't need a forest. You need a tree to have a forest. Because there's a tree, there will be a forest. Just little, that little that's left is all that you need. Refuse to remain on a low level of thinking and existence. Remember, God has a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. If you find yourself stuck in the mud, expect God to pull you out. He will pull you out. He will pull you out when you are stuck because he's Jehovah Shammah. He's right there with you at the right time. He will pull you out. He remains God who has created time. He remains God who controls time. Your time in the mud has got a beginning and an end. And at the end of your time in the pit, the hand of God will pull you out. You won't die in the pit of mud. God's love propels God to pull you out. The pit of mud is not your end. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can imagine or ask according to the power that is at work within you. Can I ask you a question? Yes, you are in the pit of mud. The power that is at work within you. Yes, you are in a pit of mud. Do you still believe in Jehovah Shammah? Do you still believe you don't see him? You don't feel him? But he's present. Do you still believe he is checking the coast? And he's got your best interest at heart. His grace and mercy will see you through. His grace and his mercy will see you through. It's not about you. It's not about you what you've done. It's all about God and his purpose about your life. It's not, it's, it's not how it looks like. Don't allow your sight to make you stop believing God. Because what you see is temporary. God is busy with something that is permanent. And there are good things in store for you. Just as he promised you. Your thoughts and your ways are limited. God's thoughts about you involve many others. You see, you focused on you only. But God not only thinks about this generation, he thinks about generations to come. Listen to me this morning. I understand it this way. My life and your life, it's a book. It's like a book that God has written. You see, every book has got an introduction. Every book has got a body. And every book has got an end. When you were born, the story in the book started to be read about your life. God wrote the book. When you, when you live your life, the book of your life is being read. 
So don't be confused. You see, when you read a book, there are times where you find a double column. A double column is never found at the last sentence at the end of the book. A double column is an indication that there is another paragraph coming. And sometimes a comma in the middle of a sentence is not the end of a sentence. Where you are, God placed a comma because God is still at work. It's not what it looks like. Don't believe what you see because what you see is temporary. It's not what you look like. It's not what it looks like. God is at work. You come to the end of the chapter. Just turn the page. And start a new chapter. Use a book. Will take you to this sin. And take you to another sin. And take you to a different sin. In life we call it seasons. The content of the book of your life. Will keep on changing in tone. Because God is at work in your life. When you come to the last page of your life, to the end of the book, that's when the conclusion is. You will ask, Muruti, when is the conclusion? I'm here to tell you, for as long as you are breathing, it's not the final chapter. You are far from the conclusion. Allow people to read the pages of the book that God wrote about your life. It's not about the introduction. It's not about the body of the book. The conclusion matters. For your ways are not my ways. God's ways are higher, always higher than our ways. Yeah. You see what you are seeing now. The situation you are going through now. Allow me to say to you. It's just a punctuation. Meant to help you to be expectant. Of God's actions that are coming still. Don't believe. What you see. Because what you see is temporary. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not believe what you see. Rather believe God for who he is. We are coming to a close. The truth is that God is omnipresent. And it means he's not only with you there. He observes what happens. And he steers the ship of your life. The captain of your ship is God. So in that ship of your life, allow the captain to drive the ship. And relax. It's not what it looks like. He knows everything. Your thoughts, your fears, your emotions. He knows all things. Certain that are certain. He knows them to be truly certain. He knows that are possible. What it is that that he has made them possible. He knows things that are foreordained and predestined certainties. He is God who is all powerful. He has the ultimate authority over all things. His being and existence are infinitely 
greater and higher than the created order. I said it's not what it looks like. Because God's thoughts are not ours. And his ways are higher than our so trust the thoughts of God. Trust the ways of God. He's not bound by human time. When you think it's too late, it's God's perfect timing. He is unchanging. And he is unchangeable. God sees your situation. My brother, my that my child. God sees your situation. Not from your perspective. But from his perspective. And it's his perspective. That counts. The conclusion. Of your story. The conclusion. Of your situation. Will always bring glory. To the name of God. The conclusion. Of your matter. Will bring glory. To the name of God. I said. It's not what it looks like. For his thoughts are not your thoughts. And his ways are not your ways. We're coming to a close. Let's think of the man. Joseph. You see he had a dream. He had a dream. His dream showed how his brothers before when they plotted against him, it looked like they want to finish it. I'm here to remind you, it wasn't how it looked. It looked like it's over with him. But actually, it was propelling him to the place where they were I say it's not what it looks like. When he was in prison, it looked like he would never meet his brother. He never knew. He never knew in the way of God there would be famine and that's how the brothers would come. See my brother. See my mother. See my sister. Don't bother yourself with how God will. Come on, come on. Trust him. He will Trust Trust They were expecting to be in a position of leadership. 
in the home ground. But the way of God was a position of leadership in a foreign land. Let me tell you, the ground you are standing on doesn't change. The plan of God. It's not what it looks like. God has a higher plan. God has a greater plan. And you will not understand the ways of God. You see, there's a verse that that says it pleased the Father to see the Son being bruised. Which Father will be pleased when the only Son is bruised? God says the ways of God are not the ways of men. But God was pleased because God was looking at the bigger picture. When the Son was bruised, God was thinking of me. God was thinking of you. God was thinking of us. God was thinking of everybody who will ever believe. It wasn't distraction. Heaven called redemption. Hallelujah. My God. We are coming to a place. Do not allow the sight the undesirable things you see now to affect the expectation for the good that comes in the situation you are you are seeing the undesirable expect the good that will come because in that situation that test leads you to a big testimony about your situation is a testimony in your matter hallelujah amen What you are going through is just a chapter in the book of your life. Today, I'm here to tell you it's not what it looks like. God is turning the page. Will you go with him as he leads us? to the next chapter of your life. What am I saying? For my thoughts are not your thoughts, declares the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my thoughts above your thoughts and my ways above your ways says the Lord God has a higher way God has a better thought don't give up now it's not what it looks like what you see is temporary God is turning the page God is turning the page it's a start of a new chapter it's a start of a new season. Don't look at what you've lost. Expect new things to buy. You see, after winter, the budding has to take place because the fruit has got to take place. We are going to pray. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know where you are right now. But I'm here to tell you, wipe the tears from your eyes. It's not over. It's not what it looks like. The outcomes are far better than what you see. We are going to pray. Right there in your home. Right there where you are. Maybe you feel discouraged. I don't know. Maybe you feel like giving up. I don't know. Maybe you are spending sleepless nights trying to think how to get out of it. I've got a solution. Here's the solution. Abide in the Lord by trusting him, by studying the way. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. There is a way out at the right time. God will stretch his hand. He will pull you out. At the right time, you will see the budding on the very trees. 
ever right time, that tree will be a forest that you can see. At the right time, there is restoration of everything that you have lost. Stand up as we pray. You saying, Muruti, I had thought I've come to the end of my line. I'm here to tell you this morning, God is not over. It was just a chapter. It was just a season. And what you see, it's not what it looks like. You are seeing it in a natural realm. The truth is in the supernatural that God sees from the perspective of heaven. When you are saying things are bad, God is saying things are good. I'm here to tell you things are going to be alright. Things are going to be alright. Because in the atmosphere, there is a shifting. There is a turning. There is a changing that brings you to the next chapter of your life. Let us pray as we close. Loving Father, we thank you for every single chapter of our lives. Thank you for the book, the complete book that you wrote about our lives. Father, our eyes are seeing things in the natural. But Lord, you are saying this morning, it's not what it looks like. Yes, Lord, we believe we are seeing it from a natural perspective. And we believe you've got a supernatural perspective. Help us this morning, Lord, to see what you see. Help us to continue to trust you and to obey you. Help us, Lord, to continue to follow your leading in season and out of season. As you turn the page, oh Lord, we are expectant to see even greater things that you have done in our lives. Father, we thank you. Take your glory, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. For Father, we believe that yes, there is suffering that 